This episode of Popular Mechanics' Most Useful Podcast Ever is brought to you by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for a simple payment solution, check out Braintree. With one simple integration, you can offer your customers every way to pay, period. To learn more and for your first $50,000 in transactions fee-free, go to braintreepayments.com useful. That's braintreepayments.com useful. When I was a kid, I used to go trick-or-treating in my grandparents' neighborhood because they had better candy. A lot of their neighbors put decorations out in the yard, but there was one family that had the absolute coolest Halloween setup I've ever seen in my life. And granted, this has the nostalgia of youth on it, but the dad in this family was a chemical engineer. So what he would do is go into his lab and borrow beakers and tubing and dry ice, and he would set up this huge mad scientist lab in his garage. He would dress up like a mad scientist, and you'd have to reach into a steaming cauldron to get your candy while he cackled. He even had Tesla coils. It basically made me want to be a scientist. I think Halloween is a particularly American holiday in part because it's so DIY. You always end up coming up with some innovative solution for your costume or for decorations or for your house that you're really proud of having come up with. A few years ago, I had a friend go as a caveman for Halloween and he made an enormous bone out of a paper towel tube, four ping pong balls and masking tape. He was pretty proud of it. On today's episode, we'll talk to Larry Kirchner, who is the founder of Halloween Productions and HauntWorld.com. He travels around the country helping people build haunted houses. We'll talk to him about what you can do to become the mensch of your neighborhood, like the chemical engineer from my grandparents' block. We'll also compare a utility knife, a drywall saw, and a safety drill for pumpkin carving. And we'll taste some strange new candy that one of my coworkers says looks like flesh. I'm Jacqueline Detweiler, and this is the most useful podcast ever. So we have here with us Larry Kirchner, who is the founder of Halloween Productions and HauntWorld.com. Um, he is uh, always traveling around. You were on a plane earlier this week, I think, right? Traveling around, uh, teaching people how to make haunted houses? Uh, well, I was traveling around a little. We install, we build haunted houses for people worldwide. So we were, you know, traveling around doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds like such a fun job. Okay, this is this podcast is coming out the day pretty much the day before Halloween. So I've waited till the last minute and there's nothing really at the supermarket. What can I use at home that I can um, use to make my front yard scary for kids? Well, I think one of the easiest things to do to make your uh, front yard scary, which I think a lot of people do already, they try to make it into a graveyard. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to make crypts and tombstones and things like that with foam and you could buy pink foam or this blue foam Mm -hmm. and you could take a hot wire knife and you can carve out tombstones you can carve names into them some acetone to give it that you know like aged weather feel to it and then uh then of course some concrete or some plaster to put over the top of it so that when you touch it it feels like concrete and then the biggest thing of all is of course the painting and um, the painting is actually really simple because you can paint a tombstone, say, like a whitish color, okay, mm-hmm. or you can paint it a grayish color. And then the, way, the easiest way to make it look old, okay, mm-hmm. is to get deck sprayers that you can buy for 20 bucks at a hardware store, and you would fill it with um, probably about 80% water, okay? Okay. And then you, you would add you know, 10%, 15% paint, okay? And then you would <clears throat> shake it up really good, and you'd have about two, three, four of these colors. You could do purple, you could do green, you could do black, and definitely white. 
So once your your tombstone is painted, then you would zap it with some uh, some black. Okay, and at first it's going to look really black, but because it's mostly water, it'll run down and it'll also fade out. Now, say you don't want to buy a whole bunch of deck sprayers, okay? Another easy way to do it is with spray bottles. It sounds actually, it sounds pretty doable, even from that description. I mean, I, you know, I'm a little intimidated generally by, you know, co- putting concrete on top of them, but that sounds like it would be a possibility. You know, and another, thing, another thing, too, you have a lot of people who, who uh, carve real pumpkins and stuff, but if you go online, you can find foam pumpkins, okay, which are much easier to carve. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Much, much easier to carve, and you know you can carve them, and you can keep them forever. Right. That's a good idea. And then another thing that would really punch up your yard is to go online and get um, LED candles. You put two or three candles in front of every grave. Okay. Oh yeah, that'd be scary. Yeah, and then you can also go to these home stores and stuff. Okay, and you can find like little crosses or little things. You know, like that you can attach to your your crypts. Uh-huh. It's like a really creepy doll. Dolls terrify me. I feel like a, you get a doll and make it dirty and put it in front of one of those tombstones, and I would run away screaming. The biggest thing of all, if you don't want to age up your house, you just want to light it up creepy. You know, greens, oranges, and reds. And they sell these lights now, um, these high-powered LED lights with little remote controls on them so you can change the color and just try to change the temperature of your house quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I, lastly, I would say the biggest thing of all is scary music. Oh, and, yeah. You know, but a lot of people play, like, scary music that's not happening at the house. For example, you got thunder, you got lightning, you got rain. Well, guess what? It's not raining. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, you got to be careful, like, the music you play you know, just try to get scary music that is going along with what you're trying to display. Like slamming doors and creaking and groaning and that kind of stuff. Now, you know, one of the really cool things, though, about Thunder, they sell these little um, lightning boxes that are really cheap. And you plug your lights, you know, like white halogen type lights into this thing, and uh, you play music that's Thunder, and then it'll... It'll it'll go off and on, off and on, like it'll react oh, like thunder. Oh, it'll like flash like lightning when the thunder sounds? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, so cool. It'll shine on your house, and it'll make it look like there's at least thunder just around your house. <laughs> that's cool. I've never heard of that, actually, but that seems pretty awesome. You, but you have several different kinds of people who do home haunting. You have people who do it in their front yard. Uh-huh. You have people who do it like a maze in their backyard. You have people who do a maze in their garage. Or some people who are real adventurous do a haunted house through their house. So obviously, um, there's so many different variables, okay, mm-hmm. to what you can or can't do. The only thing I would say is you should definitely be careful, like, especially if you do a haunted house in your garage. Don't leave, like, for example, garden tools or, or gasoline for your lawnmower, like, laying around. Right, right. Well, kids are going to be in there, sure. Well, one question I have, so I grew up in Orlando, and I used to go to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, which is a pretty serious 
uh, haunted house situation. And yep. uh, the thing that got me every time, which I think is pretty common and it's pretty common at haunted houses, is the guy with the bladeless chainsaw. Like it's just it's like a uh, shock scare and it's, it sounds like a chainsaw. And I feel like a lot of our listeners have chainsaws. Um, what's the what's the secret to doing that? Like how how do you how would you do it and how do you do it safely? Well, if you get well, for a couple of things you don't want to do is you don't want to leave the chainsaw like say you definitely don't want to leave the chainsaw blade on. Right. Okay. Uh, that's mistake number one. Okay. But there's people online who sell, and just one that comes off the top of my head is a company called Gordalore, and they sell these like foam. Um, chainsaw blades. So it gives the illusion that you have a big bloody chainsaw blade on it. Okay? Uh-huh. So people believe it a lot more when they see you in the dark from far away, it looks like you have a blade on it. Okay? Uh-huh. And uh, so there's quite But a it's few actually safer that, then, too. Yeah. Oh, there's quite cool. a few companies that sell that kind of stuff, and that would, uh, they're not very expensive. So, I mean, you'd be shocked. These um, haunted yard hunter type people, I mean, they're spending more money on these kinds of things than people should spend on Christmas. Okay? Yeah. I yeah, think that I would I think that year. I would do that. I was just saying that I Halloween is my favorite, favorite, favorite holiday. In part because my birthday is exactly a week after Halloween, so I had uh, Halloween parties for my birthday every year when I was a kid. But it's a great holiday, and honestly, I see, you see how much money people spend to trick out their roofs and their houses for Christmas. I mean, that has to be massively expensive. And would I spend the same amount of money or more on Halloween? Absolutely. I absolutely would. I was describing, I was saying earlier that um, my, one of my neighbors had, uh, he was a chemical engineer, and he made a mad scientist lab with stuff from his from his real lab in his garage. And it was like, I still remember where his house was in relation to my grandparents' house. 20 years later. I mean, that's just, that's so formative, you know? I think it's great. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the one thing that I learned about home haunters is, the, is that most of them do their shopping the day after Halloween. So um, they go out to Halloween stores and this and that and the other and gobble up stuff at 50, 60% off. Um, and so you know you're a true blood haunter when Halloween's over and that's when you're spending all your money. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what my so, mom does after Christmas, and she's like she's the Christmas equivalent of a haunter. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't even a Santa. -er. It, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is what it is. But there's there's a lot of fanatical people out there about this uh, Halloween business. Just as a last question for you, what uh, what is the coolest thing that you've ever built for a haunted house? Well, the coolest things that I've ever built for a haunted house went into my haunted house, uh, <laughs> which is which is called the darkness. Um, here in St. Louis, but in the darkness, uh, it's almost like a ritual. Every year we build one effect that is from scratch, that's out of our head, that uh, no one's ever attempted before, okay? Um, and probably the biggest one that we ever did was we built a falling wall. Oh, that's crazy. Well, it was about, well, a lot of haunts have done falling walls, but we wanted to put a twist on it. And so we did a wall of barrels it was about 24 feet wide and about uh, 14 feet high, and it had four rows of tracks with barrels in it. So what it, what it does, it towers over you, and it leans back about a half a foot, so all the barrels will roll backwards, okay? Uh-huh. So, so when the wall falls over the top of you, it's scary all by itself, 
okay? Yeah. But then all these barrels come rolling down at you like this thing is broken and it's going to kill you. <laughs> oh, my and God. That sounds like Indiana Jones. Um, well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I wish I had a front yard now. I don't because I live in Brooklyn, but I would do. I would build a sure. graveyard. I would do that. All right, you take it easy. I will. You too. And happy All Halloween. Right. This episode of the most useful podcast ever is brought to you by Braintree. With all the awesome tips on building haunted houses you learned on today's episode, you could easily start up a Halloween enterprise and charge people for tickets on an app. You know who can help you with that? Braintree. It's code for easy online payments and is the payment solution used by companies like Uber, Airbnb, Hotel Tonight, Living Social, and Muntree. Braintree has made the payment experiences in these apps seamless and magical. And now you can add a similar experience to your own app. With excellent customer service and simple integration, Braintree gets you ready to receive payments quickly and ready to scare people quickly. And Braintree's continuous support plus fast payouts means you'll be prepared as your company grows from your first dollar to your billionth. Although a billion dollars in haunted house sales would probably be pretty impressive. Braintree is a full stack payment solution. It has support for all payment types your customers might want. You can start accepting PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, and more, all with a single integration across all platforms. To learn more, and for your first $50,000 in transactions fee-free, go to braintreepayments.com useful. That's braintreepayments.com useful. here in the Popular Mechanics Workshop again for our testing table, which is really fun this week and covered in newspaper because we have two pumpkins that our editorial assistant, Lara Sorokonich, cleaned out earlier today of guts. Thank you for doing that, Lara. You are welcome. Yep. We also have uh, Katie McDonald, who is another editorial assistant here, who um, is going to be using... Which which of our implements do you want to use to carve one of these? I guess... The somewhat rusted serrated knife. <laughs> okay, that's actually a drywall saw. Oh, it's a drywall <laughs> saw. Okay. Uh, we, uh, I will say, uh, Roy Berenson, who's our handiest guy in our office, recommended the drywall saw because it has this little pointy tip on it. Oh. And he says that it's going to be the easiest to mm. carve with. Um, mm. But we'll see, because I think Cameron Johnson wants to use, uh, we have a Pumpkin Pro safety power saw, so you hopefully won't injure yourself because it's got a little thing on it that seems like it'll prevent you from injuring yourself. We'll see. <laughs> Please don't injure yourself. Um, and I guess that leaves. So we also we have those two. We also have a, a very fancy lag, lagule, I think is how you pronounce it. The the fancy steak knives with the bees on them. This is a five inch utility knife uh, that's very sharp. Um, so I guess I'll try that one. Um, and then after that, we're going to make uh, Lara taste something that is terrifying. What they claim is the sourest candy on earth. It's in a toxic waste barrel. It says toxic waste on it. It says hazardously sour candy. Um, it says you have to last 60 seconds for the to be a full toxic head. Do you think you can do that? I, I feel good about this. Yeah. As a child who grew up eating warheads on a normal basis, I, I feel like this is probably not going to be that bad. We also have uh, three Musketeers bars that are red and uh, look like, you said they look like flesh. They look like flesh. So They're, we're going to eat those. Yeah. I think medium rare steak, but <laughs> they look where they're like where they mildly taste, cooked flesh. They taste like regular Three Musketeers bars, though. Yeah. Yes, it's just disturbing. It's just it's disturbing, and it's got a great pun. Three Musketeers. I do like that. All right, so let's, <laughs> let's try to let's try to carve some eyes, and then uh, and then we'll come back and, and see who did 
the best. <laughs> so for Who's those that? of you who aren't here in the studio, uh, Cameron is sawing away at his pumpkin. Jackie is stabbing hers with a kitchen knife in a pretty violent really thera- manner. It's really therapeutic, actually. And uh, Katie is... And Katie's, Katie finds the easiest. It, yeah? Look at that. It was so... Oh, man. What? That was so fast. Can I try I, that one, Katie? I used the logule knife to cut my first eye. And it's a good eye. It's got like a little... It's got a pupil. <laughs> your oh. pumpkin, your pumpkin, Cameron, looks... <laughs> it looks like Leatherface crossed with Gumby. My pumpkin has no expression. So what is your opinion on uh, our implements here, Cameron, now that you're (laughs) you're finished with your extremely simple pumpkin? (laughs) He's not simple. He's special. Um, I think that the drywall saw was definitely the best, without a doubt. Yeah, Roy was saying to me that uh, he was like, he was like, yeah, you can buy all these, these saws and all these crazy... Pumpkin carving kits, but apparatus. Apparatus, but he he recommended a dry. Uh, he was like a drywall saw. There's nothing better because of this little tip on it. And then he also said, you know how people make like those lanterns? They make like pumpkin lanterns that just have little holes in them. Mm-hmm. But- so he was saying for those actually, he had uh, he's used a hole saw. So there's like a you can get a you get a drill basically, and then you can put a little attachment on it that's called a hole saw, and it just spins around in a circle, and you can just punch. You could punch out these eyes would take no time at all. You just punch them straight out. So now let's move on to our toxic waste testing. Okay, so uh, here we're actually, so I said Lara was going to do it, but now I think we're all going to do it. Solidarity. Solidarity, and our, our producer is going to keep time. While also eating. <laughs> While also yeah, eating also, one. Yeah. So wait, ever does everyone have the same color? I have yellow. No, I have black cherry because that was always the sourest of the uh, warheads, so okay. I'm assuming. And not this, like, anticipation. Yeah, I I'm know. already getting the jaw. I'm, 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 con- I'm concerned. I'm a little I'm afraid. I think I'm going to lose. I'm going to hate like, this so I don't, much. I don't like sour things. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. All right. Okay. okay. Tell us when to go, producer. Right. On the count of three. One, two, three. I don't feel anything. No, no. <laughs> it's kind of watermelony. Get a watermelon. I'm gonna eat another one at the same time. Oh man! Yeah, this is. I crunched it. Oh, it's sweet in the middle. This is no. There's no way. This I is told not... you. Knock off warhead. Yeah. yeah. No. Nope. Warheads are a lot sourer mm-hmm. than this. Yeah. Wow. Lies. I called it. They lied to us. I'm gonna eat another one. Right. Sixty now. seconds. We all made. Can I have it. a black cherry one. Black cherry was not sour at all. I like the flavor. Do it like right now. Um. So that was utterly disappointing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so toxic toxic waste. Knock off warhead. Yes. But and the Three Musketeers bars mm. were good. I liked them. They they're tasted chocolate. like Three Musketeers bars, so take that for what it was. Yeah. yeah, they're chocolate, so I like it. So you like them. Um, well, I think we have decided that we will all use drywall saws from now on to mm-hmm. carve pumpkins, yes. um, and we won't be buying any toxic waste, and uh, we may or may not be buying some Three Musketeers bars. Um, did you learn anything else? Lara, I think you said you learned something else about pumpkins today. Yeah, actually... On the topic of using um, other tools that you're not supposed to use for pumpkins for pumpkins, uh, when I was scooping out these pumpkins earlier, um, I used a ice cream scoop uh-huh. to get all of the icky insides out, and it worked really well. Um, if you just use the edge of the scoop like you would in a tub of ice cream to scrape ice cream off, it works the same way for a pumpkin. And oh, it's really like a easy. Good idea. Yeah, like sliced little bits of the pumpkin off inside, and then you got that nice, like, smooth interior surface which is what everyone goes for in pumpkins these days really (laughs) very popular pumpkin look these Mm -hmm. days 
Um, well, thanks, guys, for joining me. I'm glad nobody uh, nobody succumbed to the sour war. I'm glad they weren't that bad. I'm disappointed. I'm still working on it. Got me for real <laughs> <working happy>. on <laughs> it. <laughs> So that's our show. The Most Useful Podcast Ever is produced by Jack Dylan. We'd like to thank Sarah Bentley and Andy Bowers from Panoply and Popular Mechanics Editor-in-Chief Ryan D'Agostino. Please subscribe to our show on iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment. We'd love to know what you think. And if you want to read more about DIY Halloween, check out our website, popularmechanics.com slash podcasts. While you're there, you can subscribe to the print and digital edition of Popular Mechanics Magazine for just $13.99 a year. I'm Jacqueline Detweiler. Thanks for listening. <laughs>